like my hardest struggle right now in the world is trying to work with the music world, music business. <sighs> tough industry. Yeah, it's a tough industry. Like, Baruch Hashem, I'm connected and I grew up in the music world and thank you, Hashem, I have talent myself. I know that I've used it that much publicly, but I put out an album and I'm slowly re-releasing all my tracks that came down and I'm getting here and there a few good positive moments. I just performed in London, one of them a tracks, and we jammed it. It was really good. So there are still moments when music comes in use and I Baruch Hashem... Play guitar? Yeah, play guitar, sing, and I, I perform sometimes for my family, like, you know, after Shabbos or during the week. It's like, you know, simchas, like, say, you know, a birthday or... Uh, or I used to sing to my kids to go to sleep, but they're past that stage now, you know? Yeah. I don't have any little kids anymore, so that's not my story. But nevertheless, I still still have that koch, but do I do I see... The music business right now in the Jewish world, it's, it's, it's difficult. Yeah. Like I work in that space, it's hard to make it work for you. Like we mentioned Yosef Kaduna yesterday, like he's a, a true claim, you know, claim again, a real singer, a real kosher of a hogan and all that we're going to see in this Torah. Right. Um, we mentioned it, Shabbos, one of the reasons we know he is, is because he doesn't want any, any covered, uh, any shvach. He just wants to do his job and go, yeah. It's also hard to make it with that like sense of uh, authenticity yeah you know someone like Yosef Karduner he manages he manages but he's not exactly selling out no stadiums, that's true you know? he's he, not like the big guys like him but say so you show Rebo he charged. keeps his humility yeah. I assume I, I, he looks yeah. that way or that Shulam Lemma or these guys they look like they're keeping their humility but it's still have it, you ever listened to Levi Robin him for sure but he no, doesn't really a, do much publicity he does he I, he's I, actually probably on the top in terms of talent, but he, right? but he's out of the light. Like he's how often once, is he putting music out? Yeah, we one time. When did you last see him release anything or do any in public? He's yeah, in so. the middle of putting out an album, but yeah, I but, saw him live a couple of times. One time, we had we did in my shul with yeah. Joey. We oh, did wow. a whole for Brangen, and Joey Rosenfeld. Yeah. yeah, and so Zusha came to play. Oh, nice. And Levy Robin is. Was had, in the audience. A cover of Joey, so he came in. Oh, I think I saw that Muncie. online. So because they all live in Muncie, yeah. so they, he drove in with the, the Zusha guy, with Shlomo and the other yeah, guy. and Zachariah and Zachariah, right? And I'm good so, friends with Zachariah's brother. And so halfway through the whole thing, and we Zachariah like, a little bit, like we jammed, we wanted Levy to go up. Yeah, and he went up there and he played, and the place like the place blew up. It, Everyone was like, just like because it's legit. He's, his lyrics are yeah. mamish like and his voice yeah his lyrics are he's also not interested like, in the honor at all from what it, I can like see his, his, his lyrics are poetry like it's yeah. like of Cook's writings he just like writes it from his heart did you see that song Listen did with him uh, yeah, really yeah, special, yeah that right? one yeah that was a special song but it's, once so again it, I, I'm involved with Nissan Black there wasn't much after promotion like yeah from Levy's side like he's he's keeping himself Quiet. So he's the whole music industry is, is a complicated space because growing up in it and seeing it develop and where it's at now, and it's a lot to do with algorithms and analytics. And even if you go into the studio, for sure, if you have talent, that helps. But it's not always going to make uh, panasa and give you ability to have yeshivadas just by being talented. You have to right. do all the, like, the right moves that the music business decides. Right. And some of those decisions are not the best. Um, I was in London and was speaking to some people, and they, they were like, they were like calling certain Jewish stars like gimmicky and and I, I had to my even my father was defending it saying no they've got talent but sometimes the business makes you seem gimmicky you know right right, right. because for the sake of like you know getting noticed and uh -huh. it's just a shame you know like I really pray that 
and Darwin every day that I'd be so to make true bookings, help people, unity bookings, to help people shine the light of, of what we're going to learn now in this Torah. I know that Nissan Black, for example, put a lot of time into this Torah. He's mentioned it many times in his speeches. This and, is Torah Gimel. Yeah, Torah Gimel. This is a Torah that's going to help ah. us come to pure music. And that's what, what Nissan was holding. And that's why how he went into the music um, in the Jewish world, because he remember he was a rapper before. I saw him on MTV, like he was doing big stuff. Then he stopped completely. Right. And he only went back because the, the people he was Yoetz with, like uh, with Shmuel Brody and other Rabbonim, told him that he has to use this Koyach. And but he went with these with these Torahs and these tefillas that it should be pure and should be kosher and hogan and all that. Mm -hmm. And that's even harder in his space being a rap singer. You know, that's that's it's even though he's now sort of gone beyond that um, because he's he's hitting different genres as well. Um, let's go to Torah Gimel. So it, it's going to be a little bit rough at the beginning because um, Rabbi Nachman is quoting. Um, I, I think it's Chazal or Midrash. Midrash Bab. Uh, <sighs> It says the Rashbam. I don't know if that's someone else or it's the actual yeah. Rashbam. Oh, it's the actual Rashbam. Uh, you're right. It's the Rashbam. But it's based on a Gemara in Chazam, Baba Basra. And when you're going to quote these Gemaras, they're very esoteric. And we heard from Joey Rosenfeld that it's hidden within the Sikhs of Tamachachomim, the speech of Tamachachomim, like in Shas, are tremendous sodas, especially in Shas. It's, it's all very hidden, the, the Panimis Torah. It's not revealed. That's why it's called Nicholas Torah. You have to sort of be on a level to learn it. So Rabbi Nachman definitely wasn't that level. I was just reading or learning a sefer yeah. that it said that one of the like, you know, the holy tzaddikim held that all of the secrets, all the Pedimias Torah, was hidden within the Gemara. Well, um, I don't remember who. Yeah, it was, there is though. such a concept. I, I've heard it as well. Uh, you know, but the Marsha says that all of Torah is Shemus. Yeah, probably. The Marsha um, says that all of Torah is Shemus Kodesh. So he says that the, if you learn how to learn Shas by Emes, I mean, he was a, a Risha, a, a Risha, I think he was a, a borderline Akron, and he was a parish on the Tosus. So um, he. Marsha. 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 Okay. So yeah, yeah. he says the whole Torah is Shemus Kodesh, so that includes Shas as well. You just have to know how to learn it. Yeah? Right, right. We don't see that, obviously, but Rabbi Nachman does. Well, at least in, from what we understand from these Torahs that he brings down every time he quotes Shas. I'm a Rabbi Baba Khana. Yeah, so the famous rabbi, Rabbi Baba Khana, generally, from what I remember, there's a lot of Gadic Gemaras, yeah? Yeah. And interesting, before he brings it, the underneath brings a whole long mice of Rabbi Nachman and all the um, opposition he got from the Shbola Zayda. Um, it's a whole long sepul, but the main point is that it was to, all to do with a, a cantor, a singer. Well, his opposition began with the cantor that he called was, out wasn't wasn't singing with the right intention. So Rabbi Nachman was and that began the Talmud all his of the Baal Shem Tov, right? Well, his Zayda was the Baal Shem Tov. His Zayda was the Baal I think even the Zayda Zayda. Wait, wait a minute. Was he alive during the time of the Baal Shem Tov? I don't think so. Because um, he was a great-grandson. He wasn't even a grandson. He was a great-grandson. Oh, so it wasn't the time. It was a grandson. Okay. Yeah, great-grandson. Because his, his... Rabbi Nachman's daughter was Udo, I think. Udo had... Fager and Fager married Nachman, uh, his father Simcha. Simcha brought down this, and Fager brought down the neshama of Rabbi Nachman. But that was the great grandson. So the point is, 
there was through daughter, two daughters, yeah, a through daughter and a granddaughter that came out, Rabbi Nachman. It wasn't even a son after a son, which to me makes no difference, because Rabbi Bar Shemtov's daughters were also big, big madragas and, you know, holy people. And, I mean, that shouldn't be a chiddush that women are holding on such high levels. But the point is that, um, you know, some people say Ben Achaben has to go all the way through. My Rebbe is also a grandson of a Rebbe, but his daughter, his mother was the daughter of the Rebbe. So... It sometimes doesn't go through the son, it goes through the daughter also. It doesn't make a difference. The main point mm. is that this, he was connected to the Derek Hasidus from the, his birth. He was born into the, the family in Mezabush where all the Siddiquim used to gather and say Sipurim by the by the Kev of the Baal Shem. Around, around him he had Siddiquim like the Degem Ephraim was his uncle. He was a right. great, grand, he was Mamish, a grandson of the Baal Shem and we didn't have all his farm. He also had Baruch Mezabush, he was also um, a grandson and um, or descendant, I think, from Bashem, and he had he had he had connections to a lot of big Siddiquim from the get go. Yeah, like mm. they were all around him growing up. So he heard all the Sipurim of Siddiquim and the Bashem, and so he was brought up with that holy Sviva. But he says himself that he's nothing to do with Yichus. It's all constantly creating himself. We learned this idea. It's Hadshus. So it wasn't even though he, he, you have to have some connection and credit to that to be a descendant from David Melech and Baal Shem Tov, but nevertheless he he right. he himself claims that he was Mahadish a new derech right. uh, that was based on the Torahs of the Baal Shem, but it was still like it wasn't Yichus like meaning everyone can do it. Right, my my but, wife's family yeah. has a direct lineage to the Baal Shem Tov. Well, that's what they say. Well, yeah, my father-in-law's name. It's quite a lot of people that way. Yeah. I don't know if you want to say it here. Cause, yeah, uh, my father's name is just Yisrael yeah. Ari Leib. Oh, wow. So Ari Leib, funny enough, Yisrael is definitely connected to the Bashem. But Ari Leib was more to do with, interesting, with the Shpola Zayda, who was misnagged by Rabbi Nachman. Right. Interestingly. So Ari, Ari Leib was not a name that Breslovs would use. Oh, no? No, because they, the, Ari Leib was, was the, the Shpola Zayda. name Yisrael Ari Leib? It was just Yisrael. Ah, okay. So Ari Leib was the, the Shpola Zayda, funny enough, who was, who's misnagged Rabbi Nachman. Huh. Yeah, and with that, that's the whole story here, that he had a, a Talmud who was a cousin, a cantor, and Basha, uh, the Rabbi Nachman called him out. Because Siddiquim, I mean, maybe he didn't have to do it, but he did, because that was the whole thing with Siddiquim, that they sign a ra, they don't like good, uh, they, sorry, they don't like evil, and also they'll, right. they, they, they will call it out, um, when, when it, when it, especially when it's public, and they're singing, and it's in front of the whole olam, and... He called out. I didn't like that. No, I didn't like his singing. And I'm a direct descendant from the he said, uh, who Lucky keeps, Charms guy. He said he doesn't. He, you know? he doesn't scripture teach that anyone who keeps company with prostitutes loses as well. What's the Lucky Charms? What? I said I'm a direct descendant from the Lucky Charms guy. Oh, the, uh, yeah, yeah, right. the Irish people. Yeah, yeah, they, they have you know they, they have their power. The the leprechauns and the they can do magic. famine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> no, they, they, they make rainbows from the gold. I, I mean, I was having Guinness the other day. I think that comes from Ireland. It's pretty yeah. good. I had a, a nice, nice can of Guinness. So maybe Guinness that was delicious. The thick ones. Right? Yeah, I had a nice can of it in my it's brother's like a house. Meal. It was really nice. He offered me food. I can eat the food, but I can have the Guinness. Thank you, Hashem. Yeah. But anyway, coming back here to Chazal. Yeah, we're saying Rabbi Baba Khana. What did he say? Yeah, I I myself saw this. What did he see? Uh, It says this akruta, whatever that means. Yeah, that that was akra diha grunia, grunina, grunia. Yeah, that was an akra diha grunia. The city had grunia apparently. 
Akra Dagruna Kamahavi Shatin Bate. And how large was the city? Agruna, 60 houses. Okay, remember, this is all very esoteric, even though it's it's in Shas, Baba Basra. Asa Tanine Bila Asa Push Kanasa Vivala Sanina. I thought it said Pushkala in a minute. I was thinking about Pushkala Street. A serpent came by and swallowed it. A Pushkana, a serpent. Like a snake. That's a serpent. Yeah, that we know from the Torah. is a serpent. And a Pushkana came by, whatever that is, and swallowed the serpent. Yeah. Yeah, Pushkana Street swallowed the serpent. I'm just joking. And and then it ascended. Yeah, what happened? The Salik Yasib Ilana. And it ascended and perched on a tree. Ta Khazi Kama Nafish Khaile the Ilana. Yeah, so this is the Gemara. Then we're going to read the Rashbam in a second. That's not the Rashbam yet. I know. Yeah, it descended, perched on the tree. See the strength of, come see the strength of that tree. Because think about how big that tree must be, that it's, all these things are swallowing this and this, bigger and bigger things, and then it's going on this tree. So what this tree must be pretty strong. Right. Yeah? So we're going to get now to the Rashbam. This is like probably the deepest yeah, Gemara ever. This is like when, when I remember the little bit learning Zohar when I first was in university and I didn't know anything, and I was reading these esoteric texts, and it was like, wow, this is so trippy, man. You know, right. whoa. I was right. like, probably stoned as well. <laughs> so, like, you know, this kind of stuff. But com- comes the Rashbam, right. obviously, this is Kaddish Kadoshim because it's Shas, and now the Rashbam is, is a parish, and he, I think he's a grandson of the, of the Rashi um, who we get on Shas. A contas of Fadea. Okay, so th- this is where it's going to connect into last week's Barsha and what Rubio, Jerry Rosenfeld spoke about, and that's why we're learning yeah. it now. Akutas Fadea, I make for the frog in the Hebrew, Svadeh, yeah? Akuta means of Svadeh. So that funny word at the beginning, which uh, right. that, uh, the, I myself saw a Akuta, and how large was the city of Gruna, sitting by and swallowed it. It was this huge thing, yeah? Right. It was as large as that city. It was 60 houses. What these six houses? Tama says, "What's it saying?" Asa Tanina, Rabba Kamale, Pushkanasa Orev Nakeva. Yeah, the Pushkansa was a female Orev, a female. This is based on what Rabba's saying. This there was a female um, uh, bird, like raven. Yeah, raven Orev. Oh, so the, oh, so it was a female raven came yeah. and ate the Svardaya. The, yeah, this giant Svardaya. And then a serpent came and swallowed that. Wait a minute. No, no, no. The Pushkana swallowed the serpent, which swallowed the Svardaya. Yeah. So the serpent was swallowing the Svardaya. Ah, the city was the Svardaya. Yeah. Swallowed by the serpent. It was, huge. was swallowed by a raven. Raven. And then the raven was um. able to go perch on the tree. So this raven was sitting, this female raven was sitting on the tree. That's, that's, yeah. the, that's the Baba Basra and that's the Rashbam. Now we're going to learn how it connects from Rabbi Nachman into something in the Maisa which we all struggle with. Yeah? Let's go. Hina Misha Shaman, Nagina Menagain Rasha. Behold, remember, we were just saying there's a whole story before this which he experienced in his real life. Rabbi Nachman was the Shbalazade and a cantor who became a Snagdim to him. Misha Shemei Nagina Menagin Rasha. Someone who hears a song from Menagin Rasha. 
So if you hear a song from Russia is, a singer, a singer who is wicked. So the story apparently was hanging around with the wrong guys. Yeah. Right. So like he'd go sing at like you know a nice Jewish event, and then afterwards end up in like a strip club or something. Right. I know Hashem, but I'm just saying like that would be like the kind of guy. Right. Whereas like Rosh Hashanah, we used to always teach. You know, someone's a kosher menagain, what he does afterwards. Right, so, what does he right. do afterwards? He does Marev, he gets up early for Krishna, learns the Kutimaran with his Chavrusa. Right. That would be a more kosher kind of guy, yeah, than right. going out to strip club and waking up at four in the afternoon, yeah, right. stoned off your head. And this is also the to exclude basically all the non Jewish ones, or are we including Jewish ones in this um, Russia? I don't know. This is weird. Let's see. Let's, right. let's go ahead and maybe we'll... That's a good question. Yeah, I think right now it's talking about Jews because we're talking right. about serving Hashem and most of the Goyim don't have the kind of commandments right. we have. It's It's difficult for him uh, to serve Hashem. He says it's detrimental to his serving the Creator. His, like... Right. So the, once you listen to this dude, yeah? So you're listening to this dude who's not really kosher, it makes it difficult to serve Hashem. The other way around, you listen to a, uh-huh. a worthy singer, Avon Freed, who's Mamasha Sadik. I've seen it with my own eyes. I've seen him in the airport, seen how he does his own personal space and how he is as a person. He's Yerushalayim, he has boundaries, he's right. Sons Hashem. He's not hanging out in any weird places. He's, right. he's going from mitzvah to mitzvah. So that kind of sadical, you listen to Avon Freed's song and it's good to him. Yeah? As yeah. I Tobler or a Yosef Kaduna song. Yeah, there's some people just obviously good. We won't get into all the Shpot more Lazida. complicated people because we don't want to talk Lush and Horror. But yeah. um, there's enough music, uh, Jewish singers who are obviously good people. Like right. it's, it's like I've, I used to go to Avon Free concert every year for Kavias. Like I took my wife every year on her anniversary to Ba'av on our anniversary and uh, engagement anniversary to Ba'av we went every year in the Sultan Pools over there. And he brought like, and in those days there were new singers like Yishai Riba, Hannah Bellary. No one had heard of them really. They were just they wow. just put out maybe their first song, Toot, and and uh, the other one from uh, the Tufa Hava. These are all new 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 artists. So Avon Freed gave them the stage and helped them get to that next stage by promoting them on his concerts. I mean that's an example one of his holiness. But I remember the amount of chizuk he gave to the audience in Torah and Chasidus and how the rebbe would come on the screen and get everyone singing, you know, Chabad Nigunim and. Like he, he was the best, you know, he still is the best. He's he's just amazing person, his energy is amazing and I, I'll never forget those years and years of concerts I went to. So this connects now to the Torah. Yeah, that the, the coal, this coal of song. Right. I'm just reading the footnotes here. Yeah, you can go on forever. Yeah, the voice of song. Story. Yeah, I know. It's it's too long. The voice of the song, yeah. It comes out from what? From the birds. Because he eats a midrash, yeah, and he now is bringing us a midrash. So the whole thing here is that the, the coal of song comes out from birds. Remember, we had this whole Gemara now with right. this, this raven that's eating the, the, the serpent that ate the frog, yeah, they ate the there. Right. So the, it's all connected to birds, the, the idea of song. Birds sing, we all know birds sing. And the Masoya comes to Hara through the birds. And uh, with the, the purification of a Mitsura, leper, I don't know it's a translation, but whatever, it's dependent upon two live birds. Yeah? Right, 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 right. Yavor Klania, Vakapa Al Klania. 
let the chatter come and atone for the chatter. Apparently, that's a midrash for Ikra Baba. Yeah. This, uh, I don't know what that really means. Right. Um, but there's, there's basically the, the way you'd think about it is the guy was speaking too much. Ah, people were stricken on the yeah. count of his, his mouth chattering away. Right, the right, chatter right. box, which Shlomo always talks about it, this voice that goes on and on in your head. It doesn't mean you have to say it out. It's going on and on. And comes these birds that constantly tweets away. If you go to be in a zoo with wild birds, they're yeah, going yeah. nuts. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they chatter. Mm-hmm. What's the reason that he was like, punished? He was stricken by on account of his voice. He spoke bad speech. Yeah, we know is speaking bad about you know singers or right. people. You know, you know that, that that was the whole problem with all this misnagdus because I'm sure there was lashon hara going on. Yeah, mm-hmm. Zed, I'm sure wasn't speaking lashon hara, but so his student. Yeah, was speaking lashon hara to Shmuel Zedah. Problem is now he has to not listen to it. Yeah. Uh, in the master of college, double lashonar nimps are mishu who kosher. Meet those who were kosher. Mishakas in the gina shalom minashtei sepaim chayes tahuris. And those who are kosher menagin, yeah, like Yosef Kedona, one of these tzaddikim, they're drawing their song from these two birds, chayes tahuris. These two two holy birds, like we just said, purifies the Masura, who was speaking lashonar. These two pure birds. Right. Kasavazor, Bikra, Nun Gimel, Amad Base, Shtei Hasapoim Hanau, Yanunkim Maacha Nevim Yanikin. Yeah, these two birds that we mentioned above, they are drawing from the Nevim Yanikin, the, the same place the, the, the Nevim is drawing from. The, there's a place where, these, where the Nevim comes from. These birds are drawing from that place. What is Yanikin? Yanikin means to like nurse. Right, right. It's like, like nursing. Nurse. It's like drawing from their chiyas, their energy. They're getting it from the same place as the beam, it's prophets. Okay, so we got these two 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 birds drawing from the same place as Navur. We see there at the because there is a connection between singing and Navur. Let's go ahead. You see, we, what do we call a chazan? Yeah, it doesn't mean a cantor like this, like silly English translation. Yeah. What does it really mean? It means, whatever language that is, a cantor. Yeah, it means someone who's Miloshan mm-hmm. Chazan, someone who's a Novi, who's able to have vision. Like the Chaz, who was a Chaza? The Chaza was a visionary. He could see around the world. Yeah? Right. The, the concept of Chazan of uh, Yeshiao. Yeah, we have a whole Shabbos Chazan. We have a whole Shabbos, which is dedicated to this concept of Chazan, of Nevoah, of prophecy. Mm-hmm. This vision of the Asid, of Bayashlishi, where this is a kind of. This is the Lashen Nebuah, says Rabbi Nachman. This is the Lashen, the language of prophecy. Take out the, 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 the song from what? Nevi'im, the same place. Song comes from the Ginim, come right. from the same place. The, the, the Nevi'im, the Nevi'im, excuse me, the prophets are not, are not actually from. I, I say myself, I, I've written some songs. Where I had a moment, not of Nevoah, but I had a moment of elevated like level. Like mm-hmm. where something I went out into a different place. I wrote a song called Eternal World. Yeah. I actually just uploaded it recently to YouTube. And it, it it's like I detuned the guitar and I felt I drew down a light in that song that was from beyond. Like it was it's not me. Like I'm not on that level. Yeah. Came this song and it's it's all about Alam Habur and, and Amisol's journey and it's so deep, yeah. Like I have it in my uh 
eternal uh, world. And I feel it will come up for you now, so I'm going to come up so you have to write my name. Because it's not a famous song yet. It's a deep song, yeah? I just put it out recently. Oh, nice. Um, on cars. No, that's just stupid adverts from, uh, uh, from the stupid YouTube. One day we'll get away from all this stuff. Um, here we go. So it's a detuned guitar. It's a what? This is one guitar tuned a certain way. Like oh, yeah. It's a, it's, it's a... I tuned it to D, a lot of the strings. Right, right, right. Just made this, I had this moment, like, it was during the Swiss Oma, and I had a hetter to, to... It's like all suspension chords of D. I was playing a lot of music, and I had a hetter to play, and came down this song. It's just my voice and a guitar, and it sounds much more than that. Right, where did you record this? At a studio? Yeah, it wasn't even a good guitar. I told you the whole story. My guitar got stolen. I don't know if I told it to you. Huh? My guitar in the day of recording got stolen. I ended up using some spare guitar that wasn't even that good. Um, from Natalie Abinson, he, he let me use his guitar. He had Minish Shemaim was the only guitar in the studio. So I, I did the album on some half-baked guitar, just had my ridiculously expensive guitar stolen and all my songs, all my equipment, everything, and I still went ahead and did the album. Wow, it was yeah. about 22 years ago now when I recorded this. But this song is, like, in my opinion, I had a moment of, like, not the vua, but like whatever level I could get right, to beyond. Right. It's a very spiritual energy, if you think about it. Yeah, yeah. Can you hear what I'm talking about? Well, also, the, the, the tuning to the guitar that you're doing is a very, like, also, it's like a very, uh... And it's open, it's flowing. Yeah, yeah, it's like an open chord, mm. and it's like just a variations of a D. This sounds more than one guitar. Yeah. It sounds like a whole band, but it's just me and the voice and the guitar. Kind of has like a little bit of a Beatles flavor to it. Yeah. My dad said it has a bit of Led Zeppelin to it. Also. Yeah, like a Led Zeppelin, Beatles, psychedelic rock, I call it. Yeah. So I'm very proud of that song because nice. Hashem sort of sent me it as a gift. So I felt like I, on my low level, touched myself to something beyond. The idea is you're drawing it down. And I was thinking Yeshiva in those days, just learning. I wasn't doing anything crazy. So. I drew down a song from from a from hopefully somewhere near these Chaykolas, these higher realms, where Nagina, Nevuah, Mashiach, all these good things come from. Shemenagin hu Russia, yeah. And someone who's a Menagin who's a Russia, as hu lekech Nagina shelo misarim achreis abishabeklipa. So the problem is someone who's Menagin and is a Russia. By the way, the way, my rabbanim wouldn't let me do much of my music at that point, even though I put out an album. They told me that yeah, you have to focus on Yiddishkeit, learning Gemara. They sort of dissuaded me from going into the whole business. At the same time as around Maciel became big. So I'm not saying I would have become like Maciel, but I right. could have gone on that way. And maybe they were right. I mean, I listened, I had a Muslim coming. I listened to my brother. I remember I met Matis Yahu when I was a teenager. You know, we were a pretty rowdy mm. bunch. So he was playing in Madison Square Garden. Wow. He, he was opening up for like a non-Jewish band. Sure. So we went because it was a party. Sure. And we got to hear Matis Yahu, and we got to hear this. I remember the band too. It was OAR. Don't even know. It was it was crazy. Was crazy. The the entire garden was like just a, it was a crazy party. Sure. And then, anyways, afterwards, me and my friends, one of my friends who went with us was a, his father owned J Two Pizza in Manhattan. 
Cool. And so on Broadway. Oh, you told me this. You came into the pizza place after. And Matashahu went, came in yeah. right after. Brings afterwards. And we sat and we forbringed with him. And he was such an idle guy. Yeah, I remember he was being like the him. Realist guy. I had a good times with him in the, also back in the day, when he had his beard pairs and everything. But anyway, um, Alex Kerr was just with him the other day, and I was just messaging Alex Kerr about about it. But anyway, um, I think he's going to come back. Yeah, that's what my rep has said and other people said. I think he um, himself said he's coming back. This whole war like brought out his zealous Matisseol. Yeah. He said himself about himself. Yeah. Um, and he has big respect. He has a good donor. He, he, he said that was his like music back then. Yeah. Yeah, he's getting his from the Saparim Acherus, Shabaklipa, these, these, these other side birds. Yeah. <laughs> Know what to call them, yeah? yeah. The other side birds from the clippers, they're like they're in the clip, they're not in a good place. He's drawing right. down his nagunim from the wrong place, yeah. I'm trying to work out if Radiohead, like with that guy, Tom York, he's like a bit of a weirdo. Is he drawing down nagunim from, I mean, with once now we jump to non Jewish, which is a whole different story, but you know, right. is he drawing those some of those awesome songs from from clipper? I don't know, I have no idea, I don't know, but definitely right. like powerful, yeah. They're definitely songs that you are clearly drawing down from clipper. And then there are songs that you're like not sure. Yeah, because there's some power to it. down to it. I don't know. Like Bob Marley, like he's singing about Hashem, but at the same time maybe Hashem wasn't so Hashem. It was right. like Rastaman, or I don't know what. Yeah, like this confused. It's still from a spiritual religion, energy. Right? Yeah, but it was confused That's why I religion. Think it was like a confused religion. And yeah. A lot of weed involved and other stuff. You know. Yeah, I I think. I don't it's think like, it's pure. You find that with uh, in general with like yeah. psychedelic infused music which is most of the spiritual music aside from like someone like leonard cohen right um, i mean he's no other discussion because i was just in london with one of his guys yeah right and he told me he brought him to israel and he specifically was like wanting to give a, the money that he raised which was millions he wanted to give it to unity causes but also like pro-palestinian that's the way this guy said i don't know if that's true Right. And this guy said to me, yeah, he was pro-Palestinian, and, and I said to him, I showed him some, you know, other kind of people. I said, he said, right wing, they're never going to bring unity, those guys. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, how unity has to come from both sides. That's the concept of unity. Right. So he was like, no, those guys just want to kill. I'm like, I don't know, man. Yeah, if you want to bring unity, you bring unity to everyone. Yeah. But that's that's like the 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 problem. And this guy was close with Leonard Cohen back in the day. As themselves, as he got the a lot of his money I think that's yeah. the problem generally with the, the left in general is that they are, so they bring down that, like let's just say, to, uh, yeah. Yeah, like for me, I love the Grateful Dead. Like the Grateful Dead, the music Yeah, I so told you, spiritual. I'm too English for the Grateful Dead. Right. Like, I mean, I heard about them and I probably listened to some tracks. Of they don't really have that. tracks, that's the thing. They're songs, they like have jams, tracks, jams, jams. They, jams, yeah. The real jams last like 10 minutes. And yeah. like, uh, like it, like their jams were just like, they were like his spoiled to this. Yeah. Like he would go on for 10, 15 minutes and like. Is he were, Jewish, the main guy? Jerry Garcia, no. But like mm -hmm. he had it, like a, he had a neshama. He was like. Because all these guys, you find out like half of them are Jewish, you know? Right. He had some sort of, he must have had some sort of. Or the of, management was Jewish or something. Yeah, like an elevated neshama. And again, it's all misguided neshamas. But like uh, Lemaisa, his, his neshama had a special kayak because the music he was bringing down was not like garbage rap music that has no well you know. I, I you know remember a lot of the music industry was pushed in a certain way because there was agendas to 
bring society to certain places, right. not good agendas by corporate. Yeah, it's not always coming because of the right. musicians themselves. It's sort of like caught in a, right. you know, they've been tricked in a way to use their talent for the for the eight. So, right. so but Jerry goes. To, you so have to be very that, strong to like maintain that puff of so that purity his, and unity and his stay whole, away from the industry. So that was agendas. his whole shit is, is yeah. that he never gave into the industry, and that's why he when he died he was broke. Mm. Because all of his money he would make, he would give it out. Wow. He never kept any of the money. Yeah. yeah. So the, who knows? These these are complicated sugiers, but yeah. Anyways, yeah. who Russia. So the problem is some of these guys are showing. Meaning, like Alpi Torah, we know what Russia is. Somebody doesn't keep Torah mitzvahs. Yeah. So Goy, I don't know what you know. Mitzvah mitzvah, they know. I don't know what the right. the are. So if you want to go black and white and try and explain it, but in the end, obviously, these things are beyond black and white. It's complicated. There's right. a lot of color, a lot of soul to being inspired by these people. Me, myself, was inspired by Bob Marley, and I have a Yiddish right. shtib and keep Torah mitzvahs. So you, know, you never know like what how music can help you get closer to Hashem. It might just be a path. Right. Like I, I think Shlomo said about himself, right. that he's like the doorway to Yiddish guy. It doesn't mean you stay by the doorway. You go through right. and... Go find all the Siddiquim and uh, right. you know, but he opened the door. Yeah, so if you want to be Medayik, Reb Nachman yeah. says the word Russia. He doesn't say Yehudi. There's sure. no, there's no like he's Yeah, he doesn't Yehudi. really get into exactly what he's saying. What the Shorish is? Right. What's the Shorish of this guy? The Shorish right. is he's bringing from Azayhulakernegina from these these bad birds. Yeah, right. <laughs> saying literally these Klipedika birds. Whatever. So that here's means. the part I understand here. Just just to quickly yeah. go back here. So we're saying. So we have the Nikol Naginim Shechaz Ben Tzipurim, right? So we have the, it's coming from the Tzipurim. These pure, the ones who purify that. So this yeah. is the part, I don't, I'm a little like unclear. So he says it's coming from the Tzipurim, and then he goes, all right, because the Tzipurim, they chatter. That's why they're Mechaper. And therefore, what, how is that therefore connected to uh, Nigin? Because Nigin is connected to the, the Indian of Kol, of Loshan. And birds make yeah, a lot of coal. Yeah. Well, that's just the only reason why we use them as... And, and it's bringing a Zohar, which sources these two Sipporim that they're getting from the same place as Nevoah comes from. And the same place Nevoah comes from is where Nagina comes from. Ah, the Zohar. So, no, yeah, yeah, it's the Zohar which brings us Nisha to that. Yeah, it brings us to the Shurish, the root level. So they're drawing from that place of Nagina is coming from the same really place the as the birds. Is the one that brings it down. Yeah, because the birds are chatting from ah. the place of Nevoah. There's a there's a heikel up there. How are they able to purify the, the Mitzorah? Because their Shorish is also good at the end of the day, because right. they're pure birds. Yeah. The problem is, is these two birds are not good. <laughs> right. The other side, there's always going to be a, ba a balance. So you've got the, the bad birds, yeah, literally. Kosa uh, Bazaar, let's go ahead with those two bad birds. We're, we're doing it now. We'll get to it. Key, has, you hear the bad birds by that? Because of bizarre, yeah? Yeah. Forget the English for a second. Let's try to figure it oh, out. Oh, sorry, sorry, it? sorry. Because otherwise we'll spend like all day reading all these like translations. These, 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 yeah, these we can, we, we'll get to it if it's not, if, if we, if it minish your mind. But let's first get what Rabbi Nachman himself said. Uh -huh. So bizarre. says in the Zohar, Ki hasuparem shebeklipa yonikin midadei hamalkis. The birds are, that are in Klippa are drawing out from the Medade Hamalkas. So Medade, we know Medade is a similar lotion as like, uh, like the way the woman, you know, nourishes the baby. Yeah, that right. place, that sort of uh, uh, Medad, that is like draws and it's yonic. It's, 
it's nurse a place of nursing yeah right you, you you know what that is so the point is that that's where these guys the bad birds are drawing their energy from from you know this this uh this they're nursing from the not good malchus yeah the malchus the bad malchus yeah the bad places of the malchus yeah i would say i mean it doesn't say it yet but that's ah. that must be that's the, these birds of Klippa are nursing from malchus which is the lower level we're right. we're coming from Nagina of Navua and Chazan and Holy Shoresh. They're going all the way down to the Malchus, the Klipa, like this low level of kingship, which is drawing down a very low level song. Right. So there's obviously two worlds opening up in front of us. Which part we want to be with by the clean Nagina kosher, yeah? Kad is Palek Laila Kadain Kruza Kariz. Okay, good news. Now we need some help from Brazil de Ah. When midnight comes, a cry goes out. Yeah, that's what it means. Kad is Palig Yeah, means the middle of the night. Yeah, midnight rabbi. Yeah, when the ah. middle is Palig the middle of the night. Palig rabbi. Yeah, Kadin Karuza Kariz. Yeah, a cry goes out. It's Aids what's on. Yeah, Kariz. Cruising with the Kriz. Yeah, this this cool cruise means cruiser means like a cool. Sapim Achuzas Bapach Kehem Yokshim Bene Odom. So it brings a Pasuk. Yeah, let's see what the Pasuk is. Bapach, like two birds or yeah. like two birds bound. Caught in a trap. Bapach is a trap here. Yeah, and Bene Odom is, is in that trap. Uh, yeah, so th- th- this is hard stuff. We're not, we're not going to say it isn't right that these birds are caught in a trap and they are uh ensnared like the children of man are ensnared, mm. so they're caught. It's everyone's caught up in this not good place. So basically, that's that's what happens. Like, think about all the, all the talented musicians, how many of them have lived normal lives? I could probably right. count on my hands. You know, the Sting, Stevie Wonder, like three or two or three guys who are still alive, have a home, a wife, right. kids, yeah, aren't addicted to drugs or, or in rehab or dead, yeah? Right, they're all, they're all, they all have very, very, very complicated. Yeah. And I think lives. it's partly because of this Nakura that they get ensnared into the Eight Sahara. Right. So then, so you have this beautiful talent like Elvis. But his manager's like the Yates Sahara Mamish. He's got a gambling. Say that are being Jewish? That people say that, yeah. That's yeah, reading a, a people say he's Jewish. Yeah. Ginsburg's pamphlet on Shabbos. Yeah, people talk about him being Jewish. And he had all these gematras and saying, uh, talking about Elvis and, and Marilyn Monroe's. Yeah, there are a lot of them. Are, a lot of them are Jewish, but they got caught up with the Yates Sahara. The management was bad news. What's interesting it's is that it's pummeling it's, drugs into him to keep him performing. You know, yeah, instead of helping him. That, that's one of the things I discuss with a bunch of people in the music business. It's not just about the musicians, it's also about the management. And one of the things my friends manage, my, who's a manager for a bunch of artists, he, he has a, an attention, and this is like a new th- movement of management where they want to actually help right. the artists live a good lo- quality life because they care about him right. <laughs> and not just get what they can out of him and kill him. Yeah. Right. Like, like, which is what's happened to a lot of artists. They've literally been like sucked dry to the point where they die. Okay, so let's go ahead with the with the text, and we'll come back to the. English. Right, here's the part that I'm trying to understand. Yeah. I guess maybe because this is the part I'm a little confused on. Right. 
So that's the part I'm like trying to figure out. Like if I, if you were to ask me, where do I think that this music, which comes from the klipa, yeah, right, where is it coming from? It's coming from I don't know somewhere bad. Yeah, that's malchus. Malchus, malchus in is, a bad way. The bad malchus. Malchus. Right, so, there's good malchus. There's bad malchus. There's kingship. Of that represents Hashem, and there's right. Malchus. Everything has to have a balance. And in the Tanya, it brings down when we learn the Tanya, Mr. Hashem, there's the idea of the ten spheres. Yeah, there's ten right. spheres of the Gedusha, ten spheres of the Yetzirah. As I saying, Medadi Amachas, this is a, this is the, this is from the Yetzirah's Malchus. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Ah, Oh, I understand. I thought it was from Malchus Shastam. Yeah, Malchus is Kedusha, but there's, it's there's a Malchus of not Kedusha. You have to uh, fully understand. what... It doesn't say that. But that that's that's for sure the pshat, and it's is snaring. Yeah. So there's a kingship that draws you in because it's a power. A kingship means representation. Like you, you are able to manifest all the levels b- above you. But the problem is this is manifesting it in the wrong way. Like you take any of the right. like modern day female singers, yeah, yeah, they've got so much energy and talent. But look at what they they're prancing around. It's pure like priestess, like it's right. allness. All the body movement, all the energy in the song. There's no, it's all from Klippa, like it's nothing, it's not going to help anyone come close to Hashem when you're seeing like Cardi B and Mahshamam, you know, or any of these people, they're not, they're just pulling you down into their strip world, drug infested, disgusting way of being. Right. Yeah. And they can't, she can't even speak properly, that lady. Yeah. She's, I don't know what her problem is. <laughs> no, she's disgusting. Like well, that's I, why you see most of these singers are like, end up coming out as pro-Palestinian and they're just. Yeah, because they're already with that. Wrapped in Klippa, like yeah. Klippa, which is interesting because the, the truth is right. Like it's hard to even mention their names in a, in a, in a place m- of learning. Music that comes from a bad place. And I mean, uh, all the imagery, is, everything's sexual the, in the most too, low level way. Right. You know, like Ben Shapiro, like literally made a rap against her because it's so bad. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's just so bad. Right. It's just pure likeness. And the point is, we have to try bring that all back to Yiddishkeit, back to Hashem. And it has a hashbar, unfortunately, these musicians. They have a koyach because they are connected to Malchus. And Malchus brings down... I was going to say, bring, brings down a koyach. Yeah. They are a it, yeah. And we see now, and that, that was my whole mission with musicians, and that's why I'm in so much pain about it, because they have such an influence. So now, the influence has to be in a good path. Yeah, the same Matteo who has an influence a lot of artists in the Jewish world because right. he's like one of the first who made it big in the in the mainstream world. So the point is, but he still has to always bring it back to a good right. place because his influence and and all the people he's talking to need to remind themselves that where it's about Shem, it's about right. Torah. It's not just about success in the music business. That's the thing. Also, you can see with Matteo's music, like as he progressed in his journey, yeah, his music took a sharp turn. Yeah, and you can see within his music, his albums. Yeah, it was very hard when he put out that sunshine song or whatever it was, and suddenly it went from like you know one day talking about the utopia, Mashiach, and he's got some girl on a bike on top of a man, you know, flying along. So what's that, Marquesh? Or he does that that song song, with kosher deals with bullets, right? And it's like women dancing away like Like Marquesh. And Nisim's never had any of that in his any of his tracks. Never had some moment where there's a whole scene of women dancing around like trying to get that energy going you can work with that energy the energy is powerful look how powerful elvis became from working off that energy the sexual energy right but it's going towards clipper it's going towards negativity right you you see Marcel points towards his crotch that's what mike mj used to do also that's that's the sexual power there right yeah but that doesn't mean that that's going to bring you to a good place 
So you have to elevate that, you have to point towards Hashem. That's what right. Nisim works so hard to, if you know his music. Hashem is because we're learning Matis Yahu Ben. Matis Yahu Ben Rochel Malchus, that's his name. That's his name. And yeah, it's funny, back. his name's very Malchus. He'll join us here in Ephrath right. or yeah. Shir. And we're singing Matis Yahu Cohen. We'll so. sing Matis Yahu. And Matis Yahu Cohen, we'll get him a place with yeah. him and his wife. I think he's married now. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Well, his son came by to show a few times, Levi. His son is, talent. how old is his son? Oh, it's about 19, I think, something like 19? that. 19? Something like that. Maybe a bit oh, younger. Oh, he has yeah. kids. Ah, yeah. he has kids from his first marriage. Yeah, yeah. His so wife is by. still... Is Chabad, still from, yeah. yeah, Chabad. Because yeah. my Achshan. kid used to go to the school that like... See, it's hard to not end up talking Lashon Hara. I hope it's not Lashon Hara. But the point it's is, not. we're having a mind It's good for his Having a mind, right, right. For, good for things. His, his but we all need, it's a challenge for all of us because we're all being tested. Chus. We have now sound, sound, we have Spotify. Yeah, I know I call it Spotify. Spotify, we have Spotify. We can end up in any kind of music in a minute. Yeah. We, YouTube, you could just type in your favorite artists yeah. and you could literally. I have a band. I'm, I'm, my songs also. Yeah, I'm you got it on YouTube. I'm not proud of that song so much, but it's, uh, it's a yeah. good song. So we've got, we got stuff online. We're, we're, we're affiliated with the. We're, we're there. So we're, the question is, where, where do we make our play for, uh, playlists head towards? I'm always trying to find yeah. kosher Jewish music that I can listen to. Oh, nice. So that's me. Samir. Yeah, you look cool. Yeah, and this is you know uh, Momo Bauman. Yeah, of course. So he's he's like my oh, wow, Momo. my best friend. He was in the Vey once. And then this is Rabbi Yossi Schwartz. Momo, see, Momo is very close with uh, with uh, with the podcast, no meaningful people. That's his car. That's his podcast. Yeah. yeah, he's on it. Actually, yeah, they're gonna be cool glasses. So look, we have twenty thousand hits views. Yeah, I mean he's that's because we're guy from now. the uh, we're part of like the the Thank You Hashem label. That's oh why. yeah, really yeah. Mama's done cute. very well. He speaks well as well. Yeah, one. he's very. He's he's a real Eved Hashem. Yeah, he he says good stuff. He wakes up in the morning. He learns. Gives yeah, he's, he. I mean, I miss Yaakov's also very good. He went Yaakov off to do his Langer, own thing. Yeah, but Mama's added a good ed- element to that whole thing. Yeah, he's he's very smart. Also. Yeah. Seems that way. Okay, Bukhsham, I like his glasses as well. His glasses, yeah. He's got cool glasses. Anyway, um, I know that's silly, but that's that's what stood out. <laughs> okay. Benaudim. So it says the whole idea that you're getting trapped in traps, yeah, pach, all these things. Uh, see that even just learning this Torah, we're getting like sidetracked a hundred times. Yeah. What is the tikkun? How are we going to fix this up? That was cool, like a little bit of a symbol over there. Yeah. The tikkun is that you were able to, to listen to Nagina Makodim, to be able to hear songs from all kinds of people who are. So, what's going to give us? So, the last time we had a night seder, you were there, I was there. That's going to be the tikkun. Did you know that? Minashamai, we learned this Torah just as we went to our first night seder in Shirat David. Yeah, official night seder. Yeah, we have to learn. But, but that's why Rishlam was pushing it last night. Yeah, we all need to be there. They don't talk about like how Rav Nachman pushes. Uh, sure. This, this, we've this we've had this a few times now already. Yeah, yeah this is already the That's for sure. It's all in the Torah. She yachalishma negina mekoadam. How who I date shalimet belayla Torah shabapeh. What like Rishlam used to say, you have to learn Torah. If you if you take that historius of, of Nagina that you got in the in the Kumza and the Fibrengen and the concert, and then you go back home and make sure you get that duff in. You finish off the duff yomi, you don't forget about it. Then you know this was Emmas. Yeah. I came home last night after the, the night seder. I mean I was learning anyway, but I right. I went and did my duff. I hadn't done the duff, finished the duff yet. Ah. We have to go straight towards the Duff Yomi. Well, Hadi Gamashi Bikinis Laila. 
This is the Gemara, is the aspect of night. So what he's saying here, what, what is this ticking? The ticking to, to be able to make kosher To listen, music? yeah. To listen to, is, how is it? By being a Muslim in Torah, by learning Torah at night. Torah Shabbat Peh. What's Torah Shabbat Peh? Gemara, Kinas Laila. Torah Shabbat Peh is Laila, because it's not revealed. This is what we just had started off with. I'm a Rabbi Baba Chana. We started off with Torah Shabbat Peh. Baba Basra, it's hard, the biggest Masechta right. in Shas. It takes effort to understand oh, it, to Basra break through it. Yeah, so think about all those hours sitting in Yeshiva trying to figure out a Tosus and Heskus Abad. My friend, I went back to London, yeah, just since you mentioned it, and he's massive in property, this guy. He's got property in England, Berlin, all these places, yeah, I don't want to say all the stories. Flats, but, he's got a flat. Yeah, he's dealing with some property here, it's always complicated, and Holy Land, Bokhshem, Shibizokha. The idea of Heskus bottom, and he says to me, it's a perfect. It's for, it's for him to learn perfect part of a Masechta because it's all about squatters' rights, yeah? Oh, yeah. And he has to deal with that as a as a property owner. And he had what was the main thing he had on his desk? Not his computer, not his phones. The first thing I noticed, I walked, turned to look at his desk, was a giant Baba Basra <laughs> sitting there with a pen, a wealthy dude in London. And that, that's what his focus is, Heskus Abotin. Learning the Sugi is in Shas, yeah? That's what it's about. Wow. Yeah, Gemara Hibachinus Laila, because the East of a Midrash. Because we know that Moshe was on the mountain 40 days, 40 nights. And he did not know when it was not day or when it was night. Yeah, so when he learned Torah, the revealed Torah, yeah, yeah, and when I say revealed, it means it's written, it was, it was, it was written down. Right. Yeah, not Torah Shabbat Peh. Yeah, it's talking about Torah Shabbat learning Chumash and Tanakh. Then he knew his day. Right. When he learned Torah Shabbat Peh, he knew that it was night. What is Torah Nister? That's, that's, that's so then there's Nigla and Nister. Yeah, we, that, that we don't want to get confused. Nigla is, is like we said, Gemara's Nigla. Mm -hmm. But it's also, in a way, it's Baal Peh. Elements of Nister, too. Yeah. It? Yeah. It's also an element of Nister. But where is, let's say, like Panemius Torah? Is that within Torah Shalapah? That's a new whole... Yeah, so Panemius Torah is the inner level of Torah, and that's like you're saying, Nista, it's more like the hidden parts of Torah. Nigla is revealed parts of Torah. Mm -hmm. And the whole idea of Torah Shalapah is it's Baalpah. It's not written. It was it was a Masoira. Mm -hmm. It was given over as a Masoira for us to to bring down the trans, transi transition. No. Sorry, the traditions of the of the sages all the way through yeah. till now, how to apply the Torah Shabbat yeah, how to apply the written Torah that's explicit to learn yeah. out from the explicit Torah to learn yeah. out. It's a, it's it's not explicit. So in a way, it also has a certain hidden aspect until it's revealed. Right, yeah? which is the whole idea of what we're trying to do when we're learning Gemara, trying to reveal what the what Hashem wants from us from the explicit Torah to to clarify it through the Torah Shabbat Peh, from the Masoria, from tradition. Sanhedrin. Um, he seated me in dark places. Yeah, apparently it's a pasuk. That is the Talmud Bavli. When you're learning Torah, you you think about it. when you learn Shas. You right. for a for a long time until you figure it out. You're in darkness. Right. Yeah. It's a lot of different opinions back yeah. and forth. It, you have to you have to bring the light yeah. out of it. 
And even when you figure it out, you're still sometimes... And it says he called the darkness light, yeah, night. Yeah, so night and darkness are connected. So that's where the Gemara is connected to the night. So the Gemara is what you learn at night in yeah. order to bring down his clean again kosher. So we have to learn. That the only way we're going to get to these holy, holy nagunim is through learning wow. Torah at night. That's, and then it says, by learning Shas, that's the 60 houses we mentioned in this Gemara in Baba Basra. When you remember, there was the 60 houses. Uh-huh. 60 is how many Masechtas in Shas? 60. Ah, uh, interesting. So you have to learn those 60 Masechtas. I mean, 60 Sadarim. 60, because there's, uh, there's only 36 Masechtas of Gemara, but there's 60 Masechtas of Shas, because there's Mishnahis as well. Shas is 60. So those 60 wow. houses, but that's how we then draw out this coal. Kumi Rani Balaila. And you will sing to me in the night. And that's gonna, we're going to go into this whole thing. So for by learning Shas and Gemara, that's how we bring out these holy Nikunim. So we're going to have to realize that our key to success with music is going to come together with learning. And Gemara. Yeah, learning Torah, learning Torah Shabbat Peh. Bringing out those kosher nagunim from the Torah from the night, and we're gonna we need to go into this more. We're gonna have to, this is gonna take a while. This is this is a big Torah. Let's do it. So learning is the key that's gonna help all these musicians, including ourselves, artists, and any creative person. And creativity is a very powerful um, tool and very powerful reality. We all need to be creative. And Rabbi Nachman and the Torah of the Kutubaran is going to help channel that creativity to Kedusha and Tahara to, to know it comes from a root that's good. Right. Because as we're learning from here, there's, there's, there's different roots of, of where music and creative energy can come from. Um, we see that there's these pure birds and then these, right. these not good birds. And everyone can draw from either the purity or not. And the way Rabbi Nachman sets it up, that the way we're gonna um, let's start from Hatikin. Hatikin who Shiochalishma Nagina Adam and the fixing is to hear um, song sorry to let's let's translate it right the Tikin who Nagina Adam that you're gonna be able to hear music from all kinds of people. Yeah. Uh-huh. How is that? So what is what do you think you would who would know? You'd say maybe he needs to like, you know, fast or he needs to pray a lot or um so this is an order that you shouldn't be harmed that's the nakura yeah so uh, you think all different ways to make it work goes to special music school yeah, yeah. what's the answer says rabbi nachman who are he needs to learn torah about gemara is laila learning torah about pair is the Bechino of night because it's not explicit I mean it's based it's Niglas of Torah it's revealed part of Torah because it's expounding and, and giving us um, the Masorah of Torah the, the oral Torah but we had to bring it down into writing we did write it but it's really to understand it has to be learned it's, it's not something it's, it's Toshama come here you don't see it explicitly right it's not Tachazi like the Yushami it's not like come see it yeah, it's not like the Zohar, Tachazi, come see. It's Toshama, come listen. So it takes a certain Yagiyah Satoya effort in learning to really understand what, excuse me, what the Rabbonim meant. Like you saying, you were saying for our whole discussion before, with, you know, without getting into the specifics, but with Eretz as well, like it's going to take a discussion. It's not clear explicitly what 
the Ratz and Hashem is in this exile, this time of exile before Mashiach comes, exactly what the Ratz and Hashem is. So to bring it into a sugya, into a Torah, like where was it saying this sefer, was it saying that sefer, how to learn it. And that's going to take effort and discussion and back and forth and, you know, a, a, a quest for MS, for truth. That's the learning of Gemara and Lila. It's, it's an effort. It's not like just reading the Zohar. It's, it's, uh, it's a back and forth. It's a uh, cash of a teretz. Cash of a teretz, a back and forth. And that effort, that Gemara, is connected to the aspect of night, which is when things are more hidden. Yeah? It's not right. like a revealed light, like the daytime. And this is a Midrash and Shokhas of Tehillim, based on the Tehillim test, which is a whole Tehillim about Torah. Because when Moshe was on the mountain 40 days and 40 nights, he didn't know when, when it was day or when it was night. Only when he was learning Tobit Shav, then he knew it was day. So that would be the 12 hours on the, on, up in, you know, in a, on the mountain. He'd be learning Tosh Shav, so he knew that was day. And they, they say an interesting and similar kind of concept with the Balatanya. Um, just to bring it a little bit panemius, the idea of the Balatanya, when he was learning in, in prison, they said he knew what hour it was based on the Surufei Shemavaya. Wow. Because there's 12 hours in a day, connected to 12 Surufei Shemavaya. Yud Kevavke, and then there's 12 hours at night, connected the the 12 Surufei Adanas, yeah, Ad Aleph Dalid Nun Yud. Right. So that Adnas, excuse me, the Adnas, the Shem Adnas, is the idea of Aleph Dalid Nun Yud is more the Indian of Malchus, it's more the Indian of 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 uh, Din, yeah, it's Amtaka in the night time, and there's a certain 12 hours of different formations of that as well. So we know even in the way the Shem, Hashem is represented has a different re- revelation day and night. And the Balatani was able to tell when it was based on those different Sufei Avais, the different way the Shem of Shem formed. There's this famous story with the Balatani. He knew when, what time it was, without a clock, without any light. He knew it through the Shem Avaya, the, the, the way that it was Megala for that hour. Because every hour is a different energy. And if right. you find that in your day, as you go through the day, energies change. Yeah, like f- for sure. the morning's more fresh, more rachim, yeah. more chesed. As the day goes on, the middle of the day it gets a little bit difficult. Yeah, that's more maybe the shame of I have based in in a different way, expression, more judgment, and we have to sweeten that right. through mincha, through other things. Yeah, is the aspect of night, the fact that that's what Moshe would learn. At, Moshe Rabbeinu would learn at night, and the is the raya that it was that showed him it was night. And that's Gemara is connected to the aspect of night. This is where we pretty much were yesterday. That from the Choshech, you will return to me, I think it means. Yeah, let's just translate that. Sorry, no, I made a mistake. He seated me in dark places, says the translation. I don't know why I thought it was Tshuva, but it means to sit. He sat me in dark places. And that we know from Bereshus, that the, the darkness he called night. Mm-hmm. So if we're connecting Talmud Bavli to darkness, and darkness is light, so Talmud Bavli is, is night. Right. Yeah? So it's just, it's a whole Torah. 
is kin shibakana. This is what we were doing in the last line we got to yesterday, that there were 60 houses. Remember, we had uh-huh. in the Gemara and Baba Basra and the Rashbam's explanation, there were 60 houses. Yeah, let's just make sure we got that right. There's six. And how many orders in the Mishnah are there? Six. Yeah. There's, in Shas, there's six orders. Shas, it's like in Shis, Iskin, Shibakona. If a person rectifies the six rings of the windpipe. Okay. So he, he doesn't connect it yet to that Gemara. He's connecting it right now. The six Shas, he doesn't say 60. He's talking about six. Shis is six. Iskin, Shibakona. There's six, like, uh, rings Chamber, of the yeah. windpipe. Yeah, is kin shibakonu. Shemahem kol. That's how the voice comes out through those six pipes. Um, so he's going into like I, I misunderstood. I thought he was quoting the Gemara in Baba Basra, but I think it, there is a connection. We're going to see later on how it's going to touch that up. Zel kumi roni balayla, and you will get up in the middle of the night and sing. Hainu tukuma la arena. Yeah, what's going to happen? You're going to get up in the night. Song is made up by what? By the means of the night. The six orders of the Talmud. Because what, what, what's the way to learn? Through singing. So I remember seeing Rebelli Yashiv in person. He was always singing in Nigan when I saw him. He, the whole time I was around him, he was, he was humming himself a song. Really? And when he used to learn Shas, there's a video I recommend looking at on YouTube for anybody who's on YouTube. It'd be a, a big talus for YouTube. Just Ravelli Osh was sitting there for a few hours learning Shas at night. Wow. Yes. I'm singing. Singing. The whole time he's singing Shas. He's not just learning it, he's singing it. Lishma. And, and what, so what happens, say, when a person's not learning for Lishma? He's learning so that people can call him a Rebbe. Yeah? Right. Yeah, which Bokhashem Shalasani Rebbe, that's what I say. Yeah. Right. I don't want to be a Rebbe. It's a big, uh, I don't know, it's a big responsibility to be yeah. people. Yeah. Then his learning is not so, you know, you know, <laughs> hoo ha. It's not such big stuff, yeah, because he's learning for the sake of being a Rebbe or having COVID and all that kind of stuff. That's not real learning. Right. learning real learning is the Shema. Shami Balayla, Chut Shochesed Nimshachalav. So even without such a guy, just by learning at night, he comes to night seder, a thread of loving kindness comes in him. Yeah, that's the famous institution of Rav Oresh, uh-huh. comes from this concept. The learning at night, it's Gemara Chigiga, draws down a Chut Shochesed, comes upon him. And then he won't, he, and that will protect him from, by this intention of not learning the Shema, trying to be a Rebbe. He's learning not Lishma, but by learning at night, it doesn't matter at that point. Because the Kayach of learning at night brings down a, a thread of kindness. Hmm. They're not going to look at your intention so much. They're just going to look at the fact you're learning. The Kayach of Torah that being brought down, it's not medaktik, like, oh, you, you have to learn Lishma in order to bring down this Chesed. No, just by learning. It doesn't matter what your intention. You can be learning for the wrong reasons somewhat, but it's going to bring down a Chesed, just the Kayach of Torah. So then say, so people always say, I'm, you know, I had this, this was a real thought I had when I first did tshuva. I'm not going to do music, one of the reasons. Why? Because I'm not at a place of lishma. Right. And I knew this myself. I checked myself. Whenever I used to sing in public, I felt myself too much and not enough a bittle to Hashem, not enough connection to Hashem. Right. And I, I felt the ego was taking over the experience and I was enjoying the fact that everyone was focused on my songs. Right. Not on 
where I was trying to take them with the songs to a more spiritual, uplifted place. And because I didn't feel comfortable with that, I didn't for a long time do much with music other than just, I went to Siddiquim and sat by them and listened to their Siddiquim. And I hoped that by being around Siddiquim would purify my lack of Lishma. Right. And that I'll come to a place where I'll start singing the Gunim, the Shem Hashem, and not for my own covered. That was something, I, honestly, I went through that for a, long, for a bunch of years. I, I didn't perform, I didn't do anything music. I literally you see just that, You see, there was a lot of Balchubas. I was reading that, like, yeah. Yosef Carduna. Yeah. When he first was uh, Jose Bechuva, he yeah. did not play music for a while. Yeah. Until a certain Sadik told him to. Yeah, that's what happened in Listen Black as well. Like, uh, it's good to have a lot of precious because you've been around the wrong vibe. So right. You've been around rock and roll stars who it's all about them. Right, right. So even if they've got tremendous gift and talent, but they should not be constantly attributing it to themselves. It's going to ruin them. And it does. They go on this massive high during the show, and then they have this massive low afterwards. So they fill that low with drugs and, and sex and all this negative stuff, and it ruins mm -hmm. their life, that up and down experience. Whereas if you learn to give it to Hashem, you're giving it to Hashem before, during, and after. You're not like getting on right. these ups and downs. You're just in a true place. Yeah. It's healthy. So this is very interesting. He's bringing the, the, the writing that Arizo, that the birds of the Klipa are the seichel of the, the mochin, the, the, the mindset of the Klipa de Malchus. Yeah? Right. They're the the kingship of shells, or whatever that means, yeah? Like, yeah. Uh, in a deep way, we understand what it means. It means a sort of externalized uh, kingship. It's not the true kingship of Hashem. Right. So those kind of birds, they're, they're not the mindset we want to have. And the two pure birds, and the two pure birds are the Malchus de Kedusha. We talked about the ones that purify the Masura. In Binyan, they're building or they are the the actual building? Uh, the building up of Malchus de Kedusha. They help build up Malchus de Kedusha. Ah, okay. Or they are the building of Malchus de Kedusha. Oh, yeah, you could midday what that exactly is. It's that reason right. it's very deep. Malchus, Binyan, Malchus de Kedusha, the building of Malchus de Kedusha. That's what they're building. And therefore, Nishtabach. Praises David in front of Shaul, Yudai Nagain. Yeah, that he knows how to sing. Yeah, so that, that was a big help for Shaul because he was having right. fights with depression. So Shaul lauded David and said, Look, he knows how to sing. Praised him. He was good at playing the Gunim. He knows how to play songs. That kind of talent, that's what Shaul needed to get out of this depression. Mm -hmm. And the truth is, back in those days, in order to get to Navua, they usually used the Gunim. Nagunim, Nagina was a koyak to bring a person to a right. higher state of mind. We'd also bridge the, the Aretz and Shemayim, the land to the, to the heavens. Yeah, the, that was the bridge music. That was one of the first things I heard in Sfat when I first was doing tshuva. The music is the bridge between the body and the soul. So right. that, that was a very powerful quote for me back then because I was, didn't really know so much about the concept of soul it was all about body right so i had to learn that music is gonna that i love so much at that time in my life that was going to help me get more soulful nagina is the building of malchus it builds kingship in this world representation uh 
I don't know how you translate Malchus, but um, yeah, it just leaves it as Malchus. So yeah. I think we just have to leave it because it's like a loose translation, like kingship. Lekach roi who the Malchus zeh kosevetslo, ma'acha alas havio. So it says here that it's from behind those that suckle. What does that mean? Yeah, we have to look at this. Behind the nursing ewes he brought to him. That's, that's the pasuk. Ma'acha alas havio. So this concept, it's a Pasuk and Tehillim that he brought them. What did he bring? He brought these these sheep, I think, to nurse. Right. These ewes. I don't know what ewes means, but some type of animal. Yeah. To, to nurse. That are, they are coming after the Menikas. What are the Menikas? The nursings. Netzach v'hod. Right. Netzach and hod is like the two midas that stand everything up. And give the ability for it to have a kiyam. Like the, they say that Rabbi Nachman Svarim are all connected with these concepts. Nahim. It's Nahim Torah. Nesar Chodjisad Malchus. That's Rabbi Nachman's. That's where Rabbi Nachman's Tchum. In terms of the spheres. Whereas Chabad is Mochach Mabin Adas, obviously. And general Chesidus is Hagat. Chesed Gavurat Ferris. It's more to do with the body of the sphere. The central body of the spheres. Oh, interesting. Whereas Rabbi Nachman is dealing with the lower elements. So right. it's interesting, even in his Torah, he's talking about it. That The way you build the Malchus, you have to have this Netzach and Hod to hold it up. And they're nursing from this this aspect. Yeah, the, 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 the Nevi'im. They're, they're nursing from which aspect? The prophets are the concept of building up Malchus. So they nurse, they suckle. So let's read what it says here, because it's beyond me, honestly. Deserving of Malchus kingship. That's where he's translating kingship. As you've seen, the voice song is a source of Malchus because Dobby was good at playing music. He was eminently qualified to rule the Malchus of holiness, the kingdom of Israel, for Malchus was built up through song. So he built up kingship through song. Yeah. Shirat David. That's the yeah, kind yeah. of Shirat David we want to connect to, this, the Malchus of song. Yeah. The nursing is Sakul. When tending his father's flock, David took special care to ensure that each one received the precise nourishment it needed. First, he took out the young sheep to pasture; they might eat the upper, soft upper part of the grass. Next, he took out the elderly sheep to pasture; they might eat the middle part of the grass. Finally, David took out the hardy sheep to pasture; they might eat the tough bottom of the grass. God said, "This is one; it's certainly thing to be shepherd king of my people." Thus, David, skilled in song, was taken by God from tending the flock to be ruler of the kingdom. Netzach and Hod, building up the Malchus. Malchus is nothing of its own. Yeah, the Leis Nami Kom. That's the clown Chasidus. By solely of which Netzach and Hod give it, namely Mochin. So the only way that Malchus can exist is through Netzach and Hod, the vessel which receives them. And providing these Netzach and Hod construct Malchus. So in a way, Malchus is nursing from Netzach and Hod, or it's hard to exactly understand which way around it is. But right. basically, if Malchus doesn't have anything of itself, so it's drawing it out from Netzach and Hod, and it's building up the Malchus. So King David deserved Kendra because he was skilled in song, which stems from Netzach and Hod, because he nursed the sheep. He knew where to draw the proper nourishment. It's all about knowing where to 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 nosh, where to nourish yourself from. So you nourish yourself from chesidus, or you nourishing yourself from, you know, right. so some some thought leader out there that doesn't. There's, you know, Peterson's a good guy, but like he's probably the best of them. But you yeah. could say some never could get caught up with what's his name with uh, Andrew Tate, Lavdil. Gets caught up with someone like that, you're not really nourishing from the right place because right. he's just a bow guyver, whatever he is. Yeah. He's overly focused on his greatness, and yeah. and now he's got caught up with Islam. It doesn't help, yeah. So, yeah, because then it's going to militarize his like mindset rather than 
guide him in the right way. The Talmud teaches that Doeg, the one who lauded David, actually slandered him. And apparently Doeg extolled David's Torah knowledge and ability to clarify the law. In fact, he intentionally spoke in a manner that's caused Shaul to become jealous of David and desired to kill him. The reason God's spirit left Shaul was because he would blemish prophecy. Right. So uh, as Hashem commanded, Shemuel instructed Shaul to wipe out Amalek. And he had to get the rid of the Malchus of the Klippa. Uh, he didn't do it fully. And the Malchus of Holiness... Um, was blemished because of that, and the Loshan Hori he got from Doeg, which also blemished. So David was every night, what was he doing? He was studying the Torah Shabbat pair. He was learning all night. We remember the Gemara right. Brochus. He used to get up every night with a nigger and would wake him right. up from his kinor, and he'd go and learn all night. Not that he was sleeping much anyway, but he'd go, go and learn all night Torah Shabbat pair and make Nagunim and write to Hillim. His Torah was a Torah of loving kindness. David also sung many songs of praise of God. He married to rectify both voice and speech and was duly deserving kingship. And that's how he helped heal Shaul through his songs. So Shaul was praising him. The reason the song responds with prophecy stems from Netzel and Ho, the two spheres, Nurse and Malchus. Posted by the Vitaly Seeds from one of those two much from Malchus. So you see the importance of learning Torah about parent night. That's, that was the curse that gave David and Malach to come on his mirrors as well. Wow. And build the binion of Malchus. So it's very important, this. <laughs> it's like we said, like, what are you going to do after the show? Yeah, what's all these famous singers going to do? They're going to go have an after show party, get drunk, and go to sleep. Yeah, with who knows what kind of. You know, other Nisyonis going on, or they're going to finish their show, give Chizuk to Amisor, and then go afterwards, after saying hi to their wife, sit with a little bit of a Gemara or something. Mm-hmm. I remember there's an Aviata Bon I saw when he went to Tel Aviv, right. and you see him, his whole journey going to Tel Aviv and the whole energy there. It's not easy to go perform in front of all these people when he's about tshuva. Right. And then what does it say at the end of the video? You see him, if you watch that song, it's a great song. Which one is that? Uh, I'll send it to you. I don't remember the name. I but love Aviata. I'll send you the song and the video. Watch the video. And in that end of that video, Aviata Bona, he's sitting learning in his, his, his Torah room, uh, learning uh, like a Kutumaran or something. That's what he's doing at the end of the night. He's not like partying. Is... He's not like, you know, high level. with all the glory he's getting from the audience, getting caught up with that. He's coming home to his family straight away, and he's busy learning. Wow. I saw that by Nissim as well, many times on his show or he's on his talk. He'd go do a spotless on the plane for hours. He'd, he'd, it was like, it, it, like Ravorish, what was he concerned after all the things we did? He has to have time to do a spotless or his late night voda of learning mm-hmm. to catch up anything he didn't manage to do during the day. That's like the Sadiq, that's why he's busy straight back to his avoda. My Rebbe, when you come speak to him, he's always got a safe in front of him. Right. So as soon as anyone walks out, he's back in learning. So he's not wasting a second. And in a way, he always has certain svarim. I always think maybe those are the svarim that help him be a Rebbe. You know, like to have, he's very makushah to those Sadiqim, and that's his way of, like, you know, the Babich Rebbe would always talk about his Friedrich Rebbe. So he was always with the Friedrich Rebbe, everything he did. He never right. felt like the Koach Kedusha Torah was coming from himself. It was uh, coming from a Devake, so a bigger Sadiq before him. Point. And that, that, that was like always his thing, like the Nasi Ador. Like he, he wasn't talking about himself, he was talking about his Shver. Right. And so too with the Sadiqim, I see them always Davik to, to bigger Sadiqim in a way, like mm-hmm. previous Sadiqim. And it's hard to know big or not, but previous Sadiqim, and they would like in their schus do what the Rebbe Shazam. Right, and they're just, they're just, uh, just a pipeline. Pipeline, exactly. Yeah. So it's always getting where you yonic from, where you nourish nurturing from. Yeah. This is got a tissue on something. Yeah, sure. This, this is a very special concept that we're learning right now because it will help us. Bezat Hashem. I'll get to your message, friend. Let's listen. My headphones.
Should have asked my uh, the, uh, someone asked me for Shabbos. It's a question right now for up for really uh, hosting right now. Um, I know we're just going through a lot with our son in the army, and there's just a lot of stuff going on. You know, it's it's interesting how with life, like it, there's never really a quiet moment. Like like Yaakov wanted shalva, there's no shalva really. Like you got to just constantly be on your toes, you know, ready for the next sipur. I know. <laughs> but the chizuk is we get this time to learn and talk through stuff and learn, and uh, it yeah. gives us that clarity to know that we're yonek from a good pure source. That's the important thing. Like I know when I'm listening to a Biederman, Meir is pure. Yeah, mm-hmm. when I'm listening, you know, there's no agendas. It's just pure. Or like, there's certain people you just know it's a pure, pure Torah. It's right. this, it's 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 you're absorbing only holiness at this point. Yeah. Um, except for his uh, e-cig addiction. He likes to smoke e-cigs. That's one that's thing so I'm not signed to. Yeah, it's a shame because I don't know if it's probably better than cigarettes, but it's it's not so healthy. Long time. That's probably part of the when you look at it from the the. A lens of Reb Nachman that, yeah. that that's just there, just as a as a klipa, just to kind of for us to yeah. be able to break through because we, in, in our human minds, yeah. everything has to be perfect. Yeah, it doesn't. And have so to like be. we look at like tzaddikim, and if we see they one thing wrong with them, a little bit. That's one yeah. of the things that I love so much, and like what drew me and continues to draw me to Reb Weinberger. Yeah, is he is so human. Yeah. He likes to go to the gym. He does. He's not yeah. like he's not like rubbish, and he's yeah. not pretending to be the. He'll you know, quote Shimon. Sorry, Shimon. I said Shimon. Yeah, Shimon and Garfunkel. Garfunkel. <laughs> Shimon and Garfunkel. Uh, yeah, he'll, but he'll, he'll even like riff. He goes like yeah. off topic, like during his yeah. shirm. He starts riffing yeah. about like random things that yeah. bother him, and he's yeah. just a human being. Yeah, he but needs he's to like, do that. That's what makes him the, such a tzaddik. Is Definitely. that he's yeah. able to like take us from uh, me from like my lowest place and like just. It's very, yeah. very comforting to have someone who's able to go on that journey with us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In and, and everything in life. Now we got to the Gemara finally, yeah? We, yeah? We've gone on a whole thing, went through uh, this deep explanation right. of Gemara and Lila, and that's going to help us stay away f- from the niggin that's not good. And then we brought the Kisra Ari, the Now we're by Rabbi Baba Khana. Back to the Gemara. The Gemara Baba Basra, the day Hazili Hahi Akukta, Perish Rashbam, yeah, the, the Rashbam is the one he's bringing to explain it, and that's mm-hmm. the Perish from the Gemara. It's far there, and this is a little bit what, what um, where Joey Rosenfeld was talking about Shabbos Day in the Musaf and encouraged us to learn this Torah. We were going to learn it anyway, but it sort of gave us a push. Harasipur mm-hmm. there. You mentioned this. Sipur there. What does it mean when we're talking about last week's Pasha Vieira? Sipur Sofar there. It's a Sipur there. Yeah. The Haviki Aqua Dana Lagunia. So before we go into the next thing, let's just read what does that mean. Sipur there. I myself saw the Akukta, which Rashbam says this is Sofar there. What is Sipur there? Says that underneath the Ari. Yeah, thank you, breast of the Og. That the term Sefadeh is composite of the Hebrew word for bird, Sipor, and the word Deh, which means awareness or knowledge. The Sipor is Malchus, who's built up with Deh, the builders of Malchus being Netzach and Hod. Mm. So it just clarified what the Arizal just said, it brought it into that Gemara of Sipor Deh. 
-hmm. And where's that based on the Lashon of Akukta? That means Sipodeh. So it went so we, without knowing the translations of the Rashbam and then now with the Ari and everything else, we wouldn't really. Uh, it's also based on Tandabeliol as well, apparently. Okay, let's go ahead. Hainu Sipodeh. And uh, he says, I'm Kapana Sarizo. Um, yeah, so obviously this is very deep concepts. The Haviki Akra the Hagrunia Meloshan Kra Bogorin. Remember, we mentioned this <coughs> idea that there's these six mesechters in Shas, connecting the six pipes, bless you, the six pipes in the throat. Yeah, so we're going to say that, that this is the Gra Bagorin, crying out from the throat. Song is drawn from what? The Sipodea. The, right. That drawing out from Malchus and the Yanuka from Netzung and Hod, the Dea, the Das, from the good place, mm -hmm. and drawing it into the throat. So you call out, yeah. This is how we're explaining it. And then it goes on to say, the Akwa da Grunia Kamahavi Shitin Bati. Hani Aide Masha Titaki Mikhinis Kwa Bogoin Aide Shitin Bati. Six houses. I made a mistake last time. I thought it was 60. Oh, no, it does say 60. So I was correct. 60 right. houses, the 60 track dates of the Talmud. Mm -hmm. I did. I was correct when I said yeah, that the other day. But there was the six pipes, which are the six seder of Shas, which is, goes through that each one is 60. Like it, is, it expands into 60 mesectors of the Talmud. Mm -hmm. uh, thus, the Rashbam uh, comments the Talmud says this the, one should study Talmud. Yeah, that's the point. But how would you fix up the throat? shitin shitin sixty from Talmud Kamala by learning the Talmud. limit Talmud. You want to get fix up the throat. You want to better draw down the right kind in the gunim to call out to Hashem. You have to learn those sixty mesechtas. That's what the Gemara really meant. Right. Rashi Kamala. Yeah, it says, <laughs> Yeah, so a serpent came by and swallowed it. What's that? No, Rabbi says this is a study was not for its own sake. Right. So what happened? The eight Sahara swallows it. Zer Perish Rashban Rabba Kamala Hana Aide Shalomid Bishwil Shatikra Rebbe. You're learning for the sake of becoming a Rebbe. Yeah. Right. You're not learning for the sake of the Shema for Hashem and for his glory. So that, that's a problem. Asa Pushkanatsa. Not Pushkana, like we said joke last right, time. Right. Pushkanasa. A serpent came by and swallowed it. And then what came along? A Pushkanasa came by, and we said that was a raven. Orev. Okay. Orev is also Erev, the night. Yeah. Perish Rashbam Orev, Haini Aydesh Limad Balila. Because Orev is also the raven, it's connected to Erev. It's the same thing. Also, right. Horev, no, as well. Like we say in Bikas of Torah. Should be pleasurable the learning, yeah. It should be a pleasure, a ruchnis, a ruchnis pleasure. Right. That's the orev, yeah. Interesting that we're using now an orev as being a yeah. It's a good positive thing. experience. Yeah, exactly. Everything has a positive. Usually we, orvis, usually night. we we uh, we um, associate a raven with a with a negative connotation. Yeah. Very good, and that's the orev, the lila. Um, and uh, it was once you study at night and swallowed the serpent. Study at night protected him from the above, the serpent. You understand? Yeah. That remember we learned that the Chutzel Chesed protects you when you're not learning the Shema. Right. By, well, how do you get the Chutzel Chesed by learning at night? Right. So here we already now get, bring it into the Gemara. We're going to quickly go through this. Right. 
Salik Yasve Bi'iliana. And this is the part we haven't, I know we have to stop. I gotta pick up my kids. Perish Marsha. We just have to get to this one more concept and we'll stop on this. We'll carry on tomorrow. <sighs> Yeah, so somehow the, this tree, yeah, when a raven goes up and and goes up on the tree, because remember it went up and perched itself on the tree. Right. The Marsha says that this is the aspect of Avram, and it says he planted a tree. Remember he planted an Eishel for the Chnasas This corresponds to loving kindness. Yeah, he did Achila Shdiya Velina. Right. The thread of chesed that is drawn upon him protects him from the serpent, the chutz chesed. That keeps away the nachash, the loving kindness, the eishel. And by learning at night, that also protects you from the nachash. So you see, so then you're protected from this nachash is trying to make you sing not songs of Kedusha. Bringing, it's bringing it, the learning at night brings you back to your shorish, which mm. is the Kedusha Dika songs, Kedusha Dika Das, the Das of Kedusha. And that, that is connected to the tree. And we're going to learn a little bit what that tree is, I suppose. This concept of the tree is right, tree was... connected into Eitz Chaim, I assume. We hear here saying it's the Eishel of, 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 of Chasodim, of, of uh, Ahavas Chesed. Yeah, Bechines Chesed. So loving kindness. So we're going to get into that, how it connects into the learning at night. You draw down this Chut Chesed. We're going, to, we're going to bring this into... Right. We're going to have it's to... A very deep Torah. Yeah, yeah. But, and the fact that this raven goes up on the tree and what it means, the tree, and, you know, right now we're saying it's uh, the tree of Avram Avinu, of, of, of Avas Chesed, of, of doing acts of kindness, and that sweetens and protects from getting caught up with any of the uh, negative. But basically, we, uh, what, what one Sadiq once said to me a long time ago, if you want to survive before Mashiach comes and not even that, thrive. You want to be able to be mashbir, give over good energy to Amiso. So one Rebbe told me you have to be Basim, because that's my Rebbe told me. Mm-hmm. But another person with uh, actual Talmud or Morgenstein actually said to me, you have to have connection to a Sadiq. Because he's gonna give us this guidance towards right. learning at night and drawing in down the Chutz Chesed and connecting ourselves to the good Shorish. Like the night sitting here Sunday night. Yeah, and that's a big step forward for all of us. And uh, we should keep it up, Mr. Shem. Right. I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah, looking forward. I think the learning in the, port- in the morning is also huge, you know. Oh. Best preparation for davening is learning in the Shkama yeah, spoke.